0: back to two girls one brew i'm christy
1: and i'm jamie
0: and we are back to tickle your taste buds with the tantalizing talk of beer i yeah. didn't have i didn't have a t word for beer so <laughs> <laughs> tasty 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 temptations i don't know there you go you know. so jamie what are you bringing to the bar today
1: So, I have two delicious beers. At least they look delicious because it's beer. Yeah. It's got to be delicious, right? Um, I have Big John's Apricot Wheat. This is from Bold City Brewery in Jacksonville, Florida. Um, It has a 4.5% ABV, so it is a a wheat beer. Um, And let's see here. Let me give a little taste here and see how it is. It smells really nice. I can smell a little bit of a fruity smell. Not overly fruity, but let's see. Oh, it's nice. It's very clean and refreshing, light. Uh, I don't taste a lot of apricot. Uh, let me take another yeah, sip Is it again. heavy?
0: I find most wheat beers to be, like, a little heavy.
1: No, it actually is pretty light. It's, it's very um, – it, it's good for a summer beer. It's a nice summery beer. You know, yeah, you're right. Usually wheat beers are typically heavy, but this one is not um, – it, I would like to have a little bit more mm. of a fruity flavor come through, but I can still taste it a little bit on the back end. So, um, it's an enjoyable beer. I'd give it a three out of a five, yes. definitely.
0: Um, I, bad. today, have a peanut butter deja mou from Hidden Ooh. Springs Aleworks. Now, I did, I, I did I get Hidden this as a as a dare because it has in it Chipotle's. So, it is a milk stout Ooh. with Chipotle cocoa nibs and peanut butter. Yeah. So, let's give it a try. i
1: are talking my language with that, though. I love me a milk stout.
0: I will have to say, it's a 6.1 ABV. It's very milky and very, co- I mean, given milk stout, it, it, it is living up to its name. And, and cocoa, and it's very smooth. Mm-hmm. I don't taste, oh, I didn't taste much Chipotle, but in the aftertaste, yep, there it is. Okay. Oh, well, there it is. Oh. <laughs> hits you. Sneaks up on you, and here I am. Bam. Not, not, not like it's gonna smack you, Mama. But it is good. It is good. I mean, it's a milk stout. How can you go wrong?
1: Yeah, can't go wrong with a milk stout. I like it a little spicy, so that's good.
0: And and the peanut butter kind of like tones it down too. But uh, yeah, that's that's not bad. Ale works. Hidden Springs. I mean, you've got peanut butter, (laughs) a milk
1: stout, two of my favorite words, or two of my favorite things in a beer. And I like things unique, so I like that little spice. So that sounds like a winner. And I like Hidden Springs. They have some pretty good uh, beers. I like the sound of that.
0: Well, I uh, had an opportunity. We talked about Crack'Em last week. Mm -hmm. And I got a chance to talk to Aubrey Perry, who is the founder, the mastermind behind all things Crack'Em. And so I had a chance to sit down with him and find out a little bit more about the app we talked about it last week and and it was great to get it right from the source of what exactly it is and what it's gonna do hi there i'm christy with two girls one brew and i am speaking with aubrey perry the creator and mastermind behind crack em. we talked about it a couple episodes ago but we wanted to get a chance to find out about it firsthand so welcome aubrey thanks
2: for having me i appreciate it
0: so tell me, what was your inspiration behind creating Crackham?
2: My inspiration? Well, that's easy. Um, I was actually going through the Central Florida Ale Trail. Uh, and this was about, about a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, going through the Ale Trail, uh, completing my map, getting all the stamps that I needed to get my growler at the end. And I had a... Um, I had two stamps to get one was cricket can which was near me mm-hmm. and the other was persimmon hollow which was furthest away from me yeah so my wife and i decided we'd take a trip out to persimmon hollow one saturday uh went out there had a fantastic time had some great beers out there uh, got my stamp and and came back um and we had actually taken her car out there and and I said well i don't want to leave my map in her car so i'll bring it in the house and uh i bought it in the house and i haven't seen it since
0: (gasps) oh i've had that happen (laughs) put it down don't know where it went
2: yeah yeah and and the bad thing about it was you know i i had been to cricket can several times since it's it's close by and and even the last time i i had been there before going out to persimmon hollow I, uh, it was in the car and it started raining. And I was like, oh well, I know I'll be back so mm. I' damn this time. But that was kind of the, the inspiration. I, I was kind of disappointed in, in that and uh, I've been in IT for years and years and I, I kind of started playing around with it saying, hey, I wonder if I could create something that would uh, emulate the ale trail that uh, would work on your smartphone. And that's how, that was the beginnings of Cracker Rushes.
0: You have like a lot of the the breweries that we go to, especially in the area. So what is the plan to eventually replace the ale trail map or to work with those guys and make it completely virtual?
2: Well, we've been having some conversations with them. Uh, as a matter of fact, we've, we've met with them a couple of times. We've, we've shown them uh, the progress that we've made with the app. Um, and it's 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 starting to evolve because initially, yes, it, initially it was going to be a replacement for the Central Florida ALE Trail, mm-hmm. uh, but after some discussions and uh, uh, some some things that we wanted to do as we started to evolve the app, it we found out that it could be more than just a replacement for the Central Florida ALE Trail. Yeah. We looked at customer segments and, and we started working with brewery owners and and also talking to a lot of customers asking why they choose the brewery that they come to. Mm-hmm. And uh, we got a lot of interesting answers and said, well, instead of just being an ale trail, why don't we take these answers and kind of morph this product into something that everybody wants to use, whether you are uh, a, a regular at uh, the breweries here in the central florida area whether you are from some other area of the state Mm -hmm. or whether you are visiting from somewhere else in the country you know how how can we evolve this so that it appeals to everyone and uh and that's the direction that that we're taking it
0: uh i noticed uh, because i after i i went on it the first time i I poked around a little bit, and I love the the information and the fact that you were supposed to start the 1st of April, I believe, right?
2: That's that's correct. We were going to start with the Central Florida Ale Trail mm-hmm. uh, on on April 1st and just kind of run it concurrent with the paper maps uh, just to make sure everything was, was going smoothly. Uh, and then, of course, uh, the coronavirus closed everything down. So instead of waiting for things to happen, what we decided to do was was go ahead and release the app. But we made some modifications to it to show to go options and um, uh, everything because we we still wanted to help the breweries. We knew that they were struggling during this time, so we said, "How can we help?" Mm-hmm. Uh, so we went to all of the breweries here in the Central Florida area, and and we were able to load the app up with their hours, uh, whether they have, you know, crawlers and growlers to go, uh, to go options, whether they have food, ordering links, all of that. And then it also had, you know, things like driving directions that you would expect out of an out of a, a mobile app. And we wanted to get that out so we could go ahead and start to drive some traffic uh, during these tough times.
0: Well, I definitely have used it, Aubrey. I, I have it, um, especially my, my go-to's, uh, my dead lizard and my rock pit. Um, <laughs> it's it's really nice to be able to just look in one stop, see what you need and move on.
2: Right. Well, well actually, tomorrow... We are rolling out our first round of offers to the, the community uh, and these are offers that the, the breweries we ha- will have available. Uh, they might be uh, any the breweries have an option they can craft whatever offer they want it to be. It could be a buy one get one free it mm-hmm. could be a percentage off it could be a you know a free pint glass if you buy a couple of pints or Whatever they want it to be, they can craft that offer and we put it on the app so that uh, our users can have access to it. Wonderful. And, you know, it it helps to drive the traffic. We're going to do a lot of advertising on on Facebook and on Instagram to uh, brewery uh, aficionados in the central. Florida area initially, and then throughout Florida, and then eventually throughout the nation as we start to roll this out nationwide uh, to drive traffic to to breweries. and and having those offers available is, uh is it, it does two things it it entices that user that that uh, customer to come into your brewery and it and it shows that uh, you understand that the tough times that People are going through right now, you know, here in the Central Florida area, the, the hospitality industry was decimated mm-hmm. uh, at the closing of, uh, of the venues. Uh, so you know, people don't have as much discretionary income as they do. Yeah. So uh, if if we can offer, if, if a brewery can offer a buy one, get one, then um, we'd like to, to put it out there to, to help them drive traffic.
0: That's perfect. I, I like I said, I'm, I'm just kind of poking around it right now that um, I love the fact that it's all one stop shopping because once you click on a brewery, you get all of the information, their website, their untapped, their hours, everything like that. And and it's really great that you're working directly with the breweries and they're being able to to keep you updated with all their information so we can be updated
2: right exactly and and all of that came from us doing a lot of customer interviews. Mm-hmm. Uh, we would go into breweries and and go up to customers and say, "Hey, how did you choose to come to this brewery today?" and you'd have a lot of people uh for example, you'd have somebody that would come in from out of town for a convention and and they've got a few hours to kill, so they googled breweries near me Mm-hmm. and um At that point, they had to go and sift through the first five or six of them to see which ones were close and see which ones had this and had that. And if they were open. Uh, So we wanted to take all of that and and put it in one location. And, uh, you know, like I said, right now, we're going to start right here in central Florida. But uh, eventually, I, I see in a couple of years where we want you to be able to take this and if you have to go to, let's say, Atlanta for the weekend and, and you've got something that uh, you've got a break in your conference and you open up the app and say, I've got a couple of hours to kill. Let me find breweries near me. And it's going to show you the breweries that are close by and what's open and what their options are. So no matter where you are in the country, you will have one stop that you can get this information.
0: That is really cool. Because I, I actually have some friends that uh, from college that like to get on there untapped and try different beers. And sometimes we ju- we'll meet them in random places and trying to figure out what's nearby that we haven't already tried. This is a great way for us to say, hey, why don't you get the crack a map check out, what you see what you want, and we'll drive around and go f- we'll go to a place that, that you haven't been to. Um so I'm really really excited to try that out with them
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah you know well like i said we're we're starting here in uh, in central Florida we've uh, had conversations with the Florida brewers guild to to try to get a lot more participation out of all of the breweries in Florida and we've we've had some good conversations there uh, and then from there you know we're we're looking to take it nationwide and and Start targeting the, a lot of the key beer areas where there are. There's a lot of beer tourists that visit those areas.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I for one love your app. <laughs> I can attest to it. It's it's magical powers of being able to tell me where my beer is and when they're <laughs> open. So I thank you very much for that.
2: Oh well, thank you. I'm I'm glad you're enjoying it. Uh, you know, we're always looking for feedback. Uh, uh, if you you know. One of the things that that we want to make sure that we do with this app is is continue to get feedback from both the breweries and also the consumers uh, to say, hey, it's cool. But, you know, I would really like it if it did this or, you know, this part of it doesn't really work too well. So if you could modify it this way, then uh, that would be better. So we're we're always looking for feedback there. Uh, So if you have any suggestions, feel free to reach out.
0: We'll do. And uh, just a quick question. So eventually, is there a, a plan to construct something, maybe not the Central Florida Ale Trail, but some kind of ale trail between the
2: breweries? We're actually talking about a statewide ale trail. Oh, nice. Um, there was a, a beer marketing conference that was held uh, in St. Pete back in, in February. Mm-hmm. And At that conference, the uh, the National Brewers Association presented some figures on of of a survey, results of a survey that uh, was conducted that talked about the number of tap rooms that people visit every year,
0: Mm -hmm.
2: and um, the number of people that visited five or more breweries was only fourteen percent, and that was. rather low. I thought it would be much higher than that. Yeah. And, uh, if you look at Florida, the Florida beer scene, all of our ale trails are, are segmented by region. Mm -hmm. So basically that means you're only getting 14% participation out of that region. Mm -hmm. So that being said, you're, you're leaving a lot of, uh, Revenue on the tape. You know, yeah. Wouldn't you rather have fourteen percent of the entire state yeah. instead of ten percent of your region? So, so that's kind of what we're working through right now with uh, uh, breweries in the, in the state of Florida, and we've had some conversations with the Florida Brewers Guild about about that.
0: That is amazing. the The potential for this this app to just really blow up is is really there and i'm really looking forward to it i'm glad i got to speak to you at the beginning aubrey
2: yeah yeah thanks for reaching out i appreciate it
0: so check out the Crackham app and uh i have it on my phone it it does for iphone and android i believe right
2: it's available on both platforms um i do want to say that there is a subscription fee for if you want to redeem the offers that are available gotcha uh, that fee is is four ninety nine a month, uh, but you know if you redeem one buy one get one free at, at one brewery, then it basically pays for itself. So.
0: Absolutely, absolutely, cool. Well, thank you for joining me, Aubrey, and we will definitely encourage people to check out Crack'Em. And thanks for joining us.
2: Sure thing. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. We'll see you around.
0: So yeah, I got a great chance to, to meet him uh, virtually, I guess, <laughs> and find out that uh, I found out later in uh, off the record <laughs> that, that we had actually gone to the Dead Lizard reopening on the same day, just a couple hours apart. So I just missed him. Yes, I could have. That could have been. But oh, uh, you could have uh, met him in person. reopening, we do have some breweries that have reopened. Um, Dead Lizard is back open. Uh. I don't know what else is.
1: Crooked Can, I mean, Crooked Can has been open for a while just because they do offer, um, you know, food options. So I think that's why they got to open up a little bit sooner. But I think we're about to get into our phase two, which I think, yes, I know my favorite Motorworks talked about, well, they talked about phase two. So I'm hoping we're going to hear about a grand opening from them soon. That would be fantastic. But yeah, I think we're starting to see more and more slowly kind of open again.
0: And, And definitely keep practicing the social distancing. Don't, don't, don't make the second wave hit us in the face again. No,
1: you know I will say in well, I was in Sarasota, which uh, actually we will I will talk to you about that in a future episode at one of the breweries. Actually, I've been to two breweries there, but I did want to uh, mention on one. But uh, the, in Sarasota, they were the last beach to open, but they were not proce- they were not practicing social distancing. People were drinking at the bar and mm. you know doing things they weren't supposed to do. So I was like, hey guys, are you allowed to do this? Because we can't in Orlando. They're like, no. But you know, and I was like, obviously they don't care about the COVID. No. <gasps> but I was just kind of like, wow. So, um, yeah, just definitely like, please, you know, make sure you guys are practicing social distancing, you know, and obviously, you know, be respectful of each other. That's the most important thing. We don't, we don't want this thing to have come back. No, we don't.
0: I don't want to go through we another three months like that.
1: I can't. No, I can't. No, no, my liver can't take it for oh, three months drinking again
0: straight. Yeah, <laughs> we we sampled a lot of brews.
1: <laughs> yes, lots of beer. So.
0: Ladies, fear the COVID. Yes. Don't Don't fear fear the The beer. beer.